it's not my internet. It is my CPU. So there's a ghost in the system. And what it's doing is, it's like right now I'm running a 24-hour persistent monitor of all CPU usage by application, task, program, and callout. Anytime my CPU spikes, I track all of that and I'm taking down these data files. When I use Zoom and try to share my screen, which is the bulk of my... <laughs> this is another episode of Decoding 40. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. Zello, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up, this is Howard, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> Hello, Google. I just do heroin. That sounds gross. Oh, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, I'm being a pack. <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rocker, and I'm here with my main man. This is your boy L.O. a.k.a. J.G. Wentworth. It's my money. And I love it now. <laughs> like I said, seven seven cash now. Yo, well done. Uh, oh, well, well done. What's up? It's your boy Vin in the building, just chilling, hoping everybody's doing good out there. This is Albert. All right. Yeah. Oh, it's almost regular. Hey, hey, hey! This is That's Albert. It. You know? Sorry. I've already sure. started drinking. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> AKA, I've already started drinking. Let's get to it. Let's, oh, let's get into it. So, what is going on in your lives, fellas? Rick, you're up. Man, um, you know, this week has been just very regular. Regular for me. I was actually trying to take notes and figure out what the hell is going on, but it's like, it's really Groundhog Day. Mm <laughs> hmm. It's like the same thing. I, I don't go anywhere. Mm. I don't do anything other than take kids to school, homeschool, take the kids to daycare, homeschool. The weekend comes around. I make pancakes. <laughs> and that's the only difference. We can't go anywhere. Like, at least when it was a little bit warmer, we could go to the park. You know what I mean? And not and still be social distanced. But shit. I am starting to, you know, you, you're getting to that. I'm that fatigue is really hitting me now. Yeah. This uh, pandemic fatigue. I, but I've been talking about that for a minute. But um, I think when I really think about it, it's like just being on a hamster wheel. It's that's mm. no fun. I'm ready to get off. I think that's why I'm so amped about like if when it's my turn to get this this uh, vaccine, I'm gonna get it. I feel like that's the key to outside. And if that's the key to outside. <laughs> Give me the key to outside. I need Precious. to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, nah, that's all that's going on with me. Um, this your boy, yeah. Rick, a.k.a. Schmeagle. <laughs> After the vaccination. <laughs> well, you, you, had, you, had a, you had a funny uh, question the other day. You asked me if the vaccine turned out like I am legend. <laughs> 
would I rather be Will Smith or a zombie? And I said, I would rather be a zombie because <laughs> all easier. the shit that Will Smith was doing was just too much responsibility for me. Like, <laughs> I give up. Just make me a zombie. It seemed way much. It seemed like way more fun to be a zombie. <laughs> exactly. You got friends think, and shit. There's no pressure. You you got, to, you, everybody got a baldy. <laughs> you don't have to talk to mannequins and shit. You could talk to like other zombies. <laughs> but aren't you constantly I, hungry though yeah for brains at that but deers is they were they were eating deer they were eating all kinds of shit uh, all types of aces <laughs> I, I, I'm, will smith I'm was will hungry smith. too i'd rather be yeah, will smith still had his uh faculties i definitely think i'd rather be will smith yeah sure. i'm will smith i'm will smith i wasn't yeah really he lost yeah. his only friend he had to ch- he had to choke out his only friend he had to choke dog, him out yeah poor dog <laughs> then, he he ate a grenade, then he ate <laughs> then a grenade. Then he ate a grenade. Yeah. He rather he listen. Well, he yeah, rather. Well, he, he, well, he chose that grenade. He chose. Yeah. He could have. He, he could have put old girl out there and been like, "Yo, handle that." And he could have locked himself in the metal case and just been like, nah. "And now, and now in the in the after in the after world, there's zombies alive, mm. chilling. Why would there be zombies alive? Because there's a vaccine. They're chilling. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. So I'll just no. be a zombie until y'all figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> y'all see Rick? Yeah, that nigga running in the park eating gears. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. <laughs> and then we and then we just show a bottle of whiskey. He's like, get it away. <laughs> ah, had that in California, terrible. Ah, get away! <laughs> He's coming back. He's coming back. Get more whiskey. Stop bringing cheap shit. He'd be a whiskey zombie. That's hilarious. He'd be a, a snob whiskey, whiskey zombie snob. <laughs> be a zombie whiskey snob. Get away, cheap shit. <laughs> oh shit! Show him some Uncle Nearest. Now we're talking. <laughs> 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 oh shit man what's up with you Al oh one of my bank accounts got compromised it just happens to be the bank account that I use most frequently mm. so that just took me for a tizzy in a way because now I have to reset so many accounts but the thing that I found interesting like whenever I find these well I come across these uh, moments in my life I've, I, I feel like I have to share them particularly for people who listen, just as a PSA. And for this PSA, I think what I want to tell you is to always ask the next question. Because I'm on the phone with the customer service. We were talking about customer service earlier. And for the most part, the guy's pretty cool. You know, he's handling my issues. And so someone spent like $200 with Scentbird. So apparently somebody's trying to smell good out there. And then another hundred dollars on, um, I don't know, Upwork or something like that. So not no, only that was me. That was me. Oh, I, you know, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. What is not Upwork? only are they trying to get some work done, they're trying to smell good as they get the work done, which is amazing to me. What is Upwork? That's uh, like, Upwork uh, is Fiverr, but just with more, I guess, experienced people or people who charge more, basically. Yeah, okay. like what did they get done? Did you find that out? No, I didn't. I, I would investigate. I don't care. Can, I don't care. can we do an investigation? No, we don't. We don't. I'd really like to know. We have a lot of time on our hands, but not enough for that. Not because <laughs> if you pay for that logo, legally, it's yours. 
and we could do whatever we want with it. I know. And I would shit on it. We can do that on TikTok. <laughs> um, so the guy's like, you know, we, we're going to send you a new card. Um, and then he says, it's going to well, say, well, how long should I expect it? Oh, about 10 business days. I'll go 10 business days. That's, that's pretty long. It's the time coming before. Pony Express. Yeah. Like that's a pretty long time. Are you bringing um, it over yourself? Right. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Can we expedite that? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, you can Nine business in, days. <laughs> no, he says you can get it in three to four business days. 50 bucks. No, he says it's, it's free. So I go, well, I, why don't you just charge me to FedEx it to me next day? Oh, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> no charge. <laughs> no charge? Yeah. So I was like, why did we start there? Why do we have to go through these three iterations to figure wow. out that you can actually send me my card very quickly. So they send a card. Because if you're going to wait, if you're going to wait for it, we're going to let you wait. Right. If you're I, guess, ask- I, guess, I guess that was the position or mm. that's your standard practice. So, so I get the card and that's, that's all cool. But now I'm still trying to figure out, they, they still have these holes on my account and I guess they'll be released uh, this week. But it's just annoying, man. It's just like, just could you not mess with my accounts? And then I was trying to figure out did I use my card somewhere that maybe I, you know, compromised it, but I really don't use it like that. But then I thought uh, years ago when my son, before my son was born, I had a credit card that I had never used yet. And I just kept it in the drawer and I just hadn't had the opportunity to use it, but it had charges on it. Mm. And I got a call from the bank saying that, did you make these charges? I'm like, I haven't even used this card. So it really doesn't even matter if you've activated the card or not. If somebody has a number, they can still do whatever they want to do. And it was funny because they went shopping. They spent $600 at Babies R Us in Tom's River, New Jersey. Also, and I, <laughs> and I remember the book. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to get you fucked up. So um, there was... Uh, <laughs> appreciate, I appreciate you. I appreciate you because I, I appreciate you. If I had a few more sips of this drink, you would have. I'd have caught it. I'd have caught it. I'd have caught it. Dog. But um, so my wife was pregnant at the time with uh, my first son, and a guy on the phone is like, "Well, do you know anyone who's who's expecting a baby?" I go, "Yeah, my wife is." So he says, "Well, got her. Did she? Yeah, did she spend the money?" I'm like, "Bro, I don't even know where Tom's River, New Jersey, is." And the card has not even been like taken out of the drawer. I, I put it in my uh, dresser drawer. And he was really trying to go down this path like he was on some Columbo shit, trying to figure out if, in fact, we had <laughs> made the charges. So I just got off the phone. I was like, listen, listen sir. He's like, hey, man, I suspect your wife. <laughs> right. She is my top suspect. <laughs> She's my top. Bring her pregnant ass down to the station. I'm opening up a file on her. <laughs> We so after gotta. that, I was like, yo, I, 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 it doesn't matter where your card is. Um, if somebody gets the number, then they're going to use it. Well, nowadays, I mean, they, they got, because every, most credit cards have that scanner where you could just tap the, the mm-hmm. uh, credit card reader. So people are out there with scanners. Um, I was talking to someone the other day, they were talking about how now they got scanners where they go by your house because the fob on your, on your key to start your car is constantly transmitting. And wow. that people are fucking literally zapping at your house, getting your fucking code, and stealing your car right out the fucking driveway. Yep. Wow. 
Yeah, wow. You know, so technology, man, you know, you 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 basically get a workaround for it. And then there's another motherfucker thinking just they're sitting right there like I got something for that shit. Gift and a curse. What, Gift and a curse. What a, what a lot of people don't know. This is what happened to my cousin. Their whole block. What they did was they ran they ran up and down the block, got everybody's key fob. They were going into the cars, not stealing them. But most people have their garage openers in the car, in mm. the, either in the glove compartment. They were clicking it, opening the garage, going in the house and stealing stuff while they were in there at night. Mm. Mm. So That's they scary. used the key fob to get in, to get the remote control, open the garage door. This happened in Virginia. Cleaned out everybody. For, for whatever reason, she didn't get hit. Left the cars, stole everything that they could on the first floor, and they ran out. She was she the only the one block. on the block. Who she was the one hit. doing it. Mm. <laughs> no, for, for whatever reason, she had put her garage opener. It wasn't her. It was like her and a couple other I'm people. I'm going to need but... your cousin to come down to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to open a file on her. <laughs> uh, well, I just uh, have one more question. <laughs> So other than that, um, I finally finished finished uh, One Night in Miami. I actually love that movie. And um, that sparked me to go watch a documentary on Sam Cooke. You know, Sam Cooke was super dope. Mm-hmm. Super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even sure he was portrayed well enough in One Night in Miami. But he was really on that ownership and trying to lift people up that look like him. But the funniest thing in the documentary was that apparently a remastered doc remastered. Yeah. On on Netflix. No, this was on Amazon. Okay. It was one of the movies that popped up, you know, the recommended film. I I was getting ready to say LO's on his uh, prime video because all of that sounds like my wish list right now. Um, So apparently uh, Aretha Franklin was ready to give up that WAP. Mm. But her dad knocked on the door and they were both in there and she said nothing happened. But uh, after that, she was too scared to go back and be in a private space with him. Mm. So as she said it, Reese, are you ready for this long dick? (laughs) I was born (laughs) (laughs) fucking in a tent. (laughs) <laughs> well yeah the dude is super dope man i, I didn't yeah. I, I obviously knew the songs but i didn't really know his story yeah and uh he was he was tough he was a tough little dude that, that conspiracy theories around his death yeah i i actually tend to believe that um i think there was probably some shenanigans going on because yeah well and anyone who was associated with malcolm was being followed because mm-hmm. Martin was being followed because um, I mean, I'm Martin, um, excuse me. Um, um, Muhammad Ali was being followed because right. his association with the nation. Um, that story, I, I watched it as well was dope. Um, I didn't know that he had owned his own masters and it. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of that kind of uh, gives light to those conspiracy theories because he was associated with people and they originally, they were going to kill, they were going to kill Muhammad Ali. 
there was uh, theories behind that, you know, FBI, whatever, because of his stance against the the war and everything else. So, um, yeah, I, I believe and especially they, they said he they killed uh, Sam Cooke shortly after he made that song. And that mm-hmm. was one of his more, I would say, if you want to say militant well, songs. Yeah, well, yeah woke songs and you know the fact that he owned his own masters and everything else and and how he he, i like that story he talks about the rolling stones how he sold the song and made millions because again rolling stone went to the top he took one of the songs but that's what they were always doing though how crazy is it that you need to be snuffed that the thinking is you need to be snuffed out because you want equality (laughs) like that's weird I don't know if government, I think government was aware that he was going to get killed. I, I, I wasn't I even pointing government was behind it. His, uh, his uh, management or the dude that he was working with. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, I think there was a lot of mob because the mob was so ingrained in the yeah. music business mm-hmm. back then. They probably still are now. The Jewish mob. But I, too. I imagine not ha- the mob not having a piece of that, of what he was building. And they want it in. And if they couldn't get it, that's what happened. But look how, I mean, this, geez, man, there's so much money out here. Like, stop it. Yeah, but they want all of it. But you got to look at it this way. Some, a lot of people look at you getting something as them losing something. Yeah, we talk about that every week. It's called white people. But it's not just white people. There's a lot of no, people I mean, feel like if you if you make the if you make the come up, they're lesser in some way. If you make the come up, if you get something, it's being taken from them. This yeah, is that's a scarcity it. mentality that is perpetuated here. Well, perpetuated across the planet. It's just nonsense. Well, I think if you control an industry and someone is making money, it's sort of like if a drug dealer, right? And you control this area, and somebody's on your street making money. Yeah, you're either going to tax him, you're either going to tax him, or you're going to remove him. If I'm making money in California, mm-hmm. and you're making money in New York, I'm not hurting your income. You are if you're making money in my lane. But what my point is, there's 50 other states that people are being. Yeah, but the mu- music industry wasn't wasn't segregated to a, a single state. Like you didn't just right. make money. In no, your no, I'm state. not saying to a single. My, I, I was I was following your analogy on that. My, oh, my well, point yeah, well. Well, their yeah. block is is the music industry. <laughs> right, right. That's their block. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that there's there's so much money, and I get it, but it's still that scarcity mentality that is just nonsense because it, that's just not well, how it's it like, is. It, it's it, the mob. I don't think the mob shares. You know, it's it's theirs in, in their opinion. I'm not well, gonna let any fucking Mulian take my fucking money. All right, Gabagoo. <laughs> But Vin, what what's going on in your life, bro? Um, everything is everything, man. Um, you know, I I, I had I fought my first uh, track fire this week on the tracks, so oh, that my. was interesting. Um, You're my hero. Nah, I, I I you know what it was is that um I actually when I was a train operator, I've been in situations where we use they use the train as like a taxi to get to a fire condition on the tracks. And the, like the fire department will be there, but the fire it was a, I think it was I don't forgot what day it was, but it was early enough where the, the fire department was going to respond to it. So I had to go down there. It wasn't the fire that made me nervous because it wasn't a huge fire. It was the smoke. And uh, apparently, when I went to because there's fire extinguishers at certain locations, 
the one closest to the fire, of course, had been had been used because people see that shit and people climb over there and they fucking pull the pin. And they fucking just squirt it around and have fun with it. So I had to walk to another location to get it. And then um, um, th- I think the scariest part of it is just avoiding the trains because the trains don't stop moving. So, you know, you got to make sure that you don't get hit. Luckily, nobody out there really hates me. So <laughs> that's a good thing. But other than that, other than fighting fires and making sure that transit runs, you know, um, nothing much, man. I had to take the little pup in today to have her operation. So she got spaded. And um, so she's a she's got that one of those cones around her head. And I, I feel sorry for the pup. You know, she's going to go through a lot of pain for the next 14 days. So they gave her pills. You know, I think I might try one of the pills and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> No one is shocked. No one is shocked. I'm like, Every, everyone's like, okay. I'm being to be talking like Chuchi like this. What? I just took a puppy pill, yo. I'm fucking fucked up. Yo, somebody get me a cone. Yeah, somebody get me a neck, cone. So I don't lick my vagina. So I don't lick my ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got a sudden urge to lick my belly. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But other than that, man, everything's everything, man. That's dope. What's up with you, Mac? So let's see. I uh, put out a fire. I had a candle uh, by the bed. And, you know, it wasn't the candle I was afraid of. It was. No, I'm just fucking with him. All right. No, I had to. <laughs> 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 uh, what no, an I had asshole. To, I, I had to. Um, <laughs> let's see. My daughter got her first vaccine today. So that was very right. exciting. She took it like a like a champ. She's ready to to do some dozing. You know what's so funny? I'm on a night shift with my daughter and it has really, um, I've been trying to work and that doesn't work because my phone's not ringing between midnight and 5 a.m., 7 a.m. So I've been trying to get some work done and I have gotten a little bit of work done. But what I have been able to do is get more into my content. And, you know, I have really found some really hidden gems on the content side. Also, I've been wa- able to watch uh, less conspiracy and more right wing television even though with donald trump gone political television just is not it just don't have the same zing that it did six months ago it just doesn't like i just Thank God. i can't i can't binge yeah. 10 hours of it like i used to politics is do. not supposed to be zingy it's it's not <laughs> i'm loving that it's boring but it's yes. it is kind of it's not as exciting to talk about yeah. <clears throat> passing a bill so that you know people can get a fourteen hundred dollar check this week. That just that nigga Trump, <laughs> yo, that nigga Trump did everything on Twitter except release a dick pic. He, I mean, he did everything he could have possibly <laughs> done on that fucking app, yo. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just crazy, man. It's just he. I'm just glad he's gone, man. Personally, he's I, a fucking I'm, clown. I'm I'm glad he's gone too. I'm glad he's going to. I, I, I've also had the interesting experience of I have a lot of people kind of like in my network um, from like networking, whatever. I have had everybody I know in commercial real estate hitting me up for the past. Like it, it's escalated quickly since yeah. like January 1st. Everybody who does like office space or short term rentals or whatever has been blowing my phone down, which tells me that there's nothing happening over in that area at all. Because like blowing Wait, my phone blowing down. Phone up. For what to, to get to ask me plate? if I to ask me if I want to an office? Do I know anybody? Do I know oh. my clients? Um, you know, it's it's there's a glut in space. There's there's an overall exodus from New York and California, but well, New York City, um, and the state of California for a couple of reasons. And I have people on both coasts like hitting me up 
about space. Like, this I'm is not sure if it's an exodus more than it is the fact that most people are working from home and a lot of these businesses are realizing that and they don't need the space. You know what I mean? I think that's what happened as well. You know, but this is primarily there. office space. This is primarily like people. That's what I'm talking about. Because everybody's working from home and there's like mm-hmm. all this. I just said that. And <laughs> so I reached out to somebody and he was like, and um, and it's a, a friend of mine. And she was like, yo, Mac. She's like, you want to get an office? I was like, I don't want to get an office. She says, Mac, you should take this office. I said, why do I want to take this office? She says, Mac, you should take this office. I said, I don't need the office. She says, take it now. If you don't use it for a year, you could. And I was like, I don't need the office. So she was like, yo, I can get you 2,000 square feet for 500 bucks. In the South Bronx? No. <laughs> no. She says, I can get you two th- in Long Island. So I said, do you have anything in the city? She says, yeah, I got stuff there. It's ridiculously cheap. Like, they just, they want people in there. Rather, what they're doing is they're trying to give people short-term leases. Where in Long Island? Uh, there was a couple of them. There was a couple in Nassau. There was a couple, there's, there's like, there's, there's offices all over the place. So basically what there's, especially like in Nassau and Suffolk, there'll be like a, a retail store downstairs and above the retail store, they'll have an office. Hmm. And it used to be your local accountant, your lawyer, whatever, but all those people are not, you know, most of those people don't need those offices. So a lot of those, those smaller office buildings are hurting. So they're like, yo, just come in here and take a year lease and at least they can have some income or some revenue. So they're renting it for pennies on a dollar. And then in the city, it's not cheap, 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 but it's like it's 30 percent off. It's 40. It's fire sale prices. So depending on what you want to do, the only people that really haven't come down on their prices was shocking me was the the workspaces. The, you know, we works and the other ones of the world. They haven't come down as much as I thought they would. So that's it. So first time oh, shit. Let's start the show. Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. All right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat. At all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coden Party, <laughs> goddammit. No. We were having a conversation about, actually, we weren't having a conversation. Vin started talking to us about love and, and the importance of love and how difficult it was. And there's a movie on... Uh, Why you got to make me sound like I'm some old smooth little bitch or something like that? Love. Like, I was like, guys, I want to talk to you about so love, okay? So hug each other. Let's hug yeah. each other. But I'm afraid <laughs> I don't. This nigga got me. Hold up. L, my eye don't wander. <laughs> he got me. Ooh. Uh, just nasty for no reason. Uh, <laughs> this man uh, has made dozens and dozens of jams that you now uh, make love to and rock to. Stop it. F- fun uh, fact. I tried to get music to sing. I was in talks with music's management to come sing at my wedding until I got the, the price. Nigga, the nigga realize ah! No, no, um, no. We, we we had a number and then I got it down, but it wasn't down enough. So we kind of mixed it. He sang at uh, Jamel Hill's we- wedding. Uh, Jamel Hill got it more, a bigger check than I had, apparently. Because <laughs> uh, that shit was a little bananas. But... Yeah. Uh, Doable, he's doable. A, he's a platinum selling artist. Like, I didn't think it was crazy. Like, it's I didn't think it was crazy a little bit. I didn't think it was crazy, crazy. But, but I just, mm. he doesn't really sound good live, though. I would have just I stuck I've never, with the. 
but we love music. We love me. We love music. So child. No, no, I think he, I, I still play some of his albums now, but he's not dead. You said like he was dead. No, no. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I don't consider him a great live vocalist. So I, I think you saved money. I, I know. I know I did. Yeah, um, no, but was, anyway. I'm just saying it was money well saved. So, so you could have just do that shit on with the DJ, which is exactly what we did. You um, could have got a music soul child lookalike. <laughs> Play that track. Eighty-five dollars. Yeah, I, I would have did it for half his asking price. I'd have did it for a third. I'd have did it for a quarter. No, a literal quarter. Nigga, you'd have did it for a hotel room and a, <laughs> and a forty ounce. <laughs> I would have. I would have did it for that uh, good ass black Republican food y'all had at the wedding. <laughs> Why Sometimes I eat like a black Republican. <laughs> yeah, money I got not. coming in. <laughs> oh shit! Can't keep. Oh man. Got I still got a bunch of pictures um, on my phone at your wedding. Great job! I would love those. I would love those. Oh, I'll send them if you guys want to send them. Up. So what is it? Sorry, uh, Vin. What's the name of the movie? Uh, that inspired this this conversation. Malcolm and Marie is on Netflix right now. Great movie starring um, JD Denzel's son, J.D. Washington, and Zariah Coleman, uh, I believe the last name. Zendaya? Zendaya. 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 Um, Zendaya. Um, great movie. Just starred basically that's the two of them. And uh, it's the movies essentially about, I won't say the business of love, more along the lines of, you know, what you go through. And as a as a they're a very young couple. I mean, everybody's in different stages in their life, marriage, dating or what have you. Uh, Some people have been married five years, 10 years, 15, 20, whoever, you know. So you watch the movie from that perspective. But uh, it's basically they they go at each other for 90 minutes. And it's it's a testament or a test to their love, and they you know eventually get through it. But that's what curious, inspired the movie. Why did this movie resonate with you so much? When we well, me and my wife watched it, and I think what it was is that we could see some of ourselves in the characters. And you, when you were in the beginning of a relationship, you know, before you you get married, of course. You go do different things and there's trust issues and you're bringing your baggage in from your past relationship and the your partner's bringing in their baggage. And what happens is it tends to create arguments. And then they, you, you, you kind of go through this thing where your representative <laughs> actually leaves, right? Because you have your representative show up for the first three to six months. And then eventually that representative starts to leave and the things that you put up with that you know, it doesn't really get on my nerves, starts to get on your fucking nerves. So these arguments happen. And sometimes, depending on how much you care about the person, will determine how far you'll go in the argument, how deep you're going to cut. So all of those things, of course, happens happen between me and my wife. We went through those phases. And it was interesting to watch it. And from where we are now as a married married couple, to be like, yeah, I remember that shit. I remember, we, I mean, we never went as deep as they did on that movie, but you have your own arguments and you see that shit and you go, fuck, man, that that's crazy. And that's what that's what resonated with me. It's, it was kind of reminiscent to when I look at it as like these guys are a young couple. I think in the movie they were together for three or four years, but they weren't clearly weren't married. And that's that beginning. I won't say the beginning, but 
listen, I've been with my wife now since 1998. So what are we talking now? 23 years almost mm-hmm. going on 23 years. We've been married going on 16. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, you look at, you look at the first three or four years it, when you're in it, it seems like a lot, but when you get to 23 years, it's like, yeah, that was the beginning phase of your relationship, you know? And back then everything is so serious. I just liked it. I, it was a great movie. Uh, Fun Mac, Rick, did you guys get to uh, watch it? I started watching it last night. I, I fell asleep at some point, probably like, I don't know, probably like 45 minutes into it. Not, not cause I didn't like the movie. I was just tired. And I, and I knocked out, and I didn't get a chance to finish it today. But um, it it, did, it didn't resonate with me in the in the same way. Like I I didn't feel like this was a couple that that sort of was mirroring anything that I have or want in my relationship. It it seemed like two very dysfunctional people um, trying to beat each other up or beat each other into submission, and then you know once you've you've bludgeoned each other then you uh, sort of um, console and try to heal each other's wounds. And it just, it just felt like uh, this is, this is, a this is maybe it's the type of relationship I, I might've been in, in my twenties, but well, that's exactly you know, what it is. Yeah. I mean, I just, for me, it, it just, it, it's the type of relationship maybe I was, I would have been in, in my twenties, but um, would not have been sustainable. Now well, you, look, looking at because I'm looking at it through my lenses now, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that that it, it just it felt like like a very toxic codependent relationship, and I I, didn't, I thought it was I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was amazing. I think that well, I mean, I met my wife when I was 25, so there you have it. So I was in my 20s when I met my wife. I think that it was over the top, and I think it was done on purpose to to show like the extremes. But if, you know, you kind of read between the lines and again, you, 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 there are relationships that are just like that in the movie, but I think you can take how they're fighting and then it, it's, it's like a litmus test for your relationship. You go, damn, we're not that bad, but yeah, we kind of had some pretty bad fights. You know, we never went as deep as they did. I mean, these guys really cut deep in the movie and the fact that they, <laughs> he woke up the next day and his hands wasn't wrapped around the neck or vice versa was, was funny to me, but. I just looked at it as, as a, you know, being that's that young love. And some of that young love can get a little crazy. You know, I think we've all kind of been there where it was like the sex is, is amazing, but the arguments are just as bad. You know what I mean? It's just I loved it. I liked it. I, I have not watched the movie, not for not wanting to, just a lot of things going on in life. But I did. Here's some fun facts about the movie that I thought you guys may find interesting. This was the first Hollywood production after Hollywood shut down um, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And it was filmed in secret with everything that was going on. And it is also, what do you call it? Washington and Zendaya were responsible for their own makeup, picking out their own costumes. There were no makeup artists, no makeup artists or costume designers allowed on set. No more than 12 people were allowed on set at the time. And it was filled in, uh, filmed in secret between June and July of 2020. The film was shot on black and white 35 millimeter. Um, It was in a very limited release and then purchased by Netflix for $30 million. The Critics' Choice Award Celebration for Black uh, Cinema, this has won the award for that. Zendaya is up for Best Actress 
on uh, Critics' Choice and Hollywood uh, Critics Association. So the movie definitely has resonated with some people. For me, the concept of it sounds interesting. I'm just, and again, I haven't watched it yet, but I do want to watch it. I just feel like it I'm, It looks like another Me Too movie, but I do want to watch it and, and give an informed opinion. No, as, as a film, it looks like a Me Too? I, yeah, I feel like I've seen this before. What do you I mean? mean maybe, not with, maybe not yeah, with black characters. Maybe not with black I, characters, but I've seen the whole... Black have you, have you heard of no. Have you heard of hashtag B two? Because don't mean it like that. I didn't okay, like well that's what that means. That's exactly now. how I took it. That's why I was asking you what do you meant <laughs> by right, me too. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I've been, I, like, I, okay. I, I met. Yes, been there, done that. Okay, yes, got you. Yes. I think uh, that it is a no one can appropriate. Okay, go ahead. It's it's a black it's a black movie, so you can't compare it to a white movie. You can compare wait, the concept how, what, to oh, it, but that's a, wait, hold on. What makes it a black movie? Well, what I'm the actresses, the actor and actresses are, are black, so, right? So they have a different perspective on life, and they do touch on a little bit of that in the movie. I think so, it was but it's not by, a movie about. I, I'm not, not saying I'm not saying it is, but he, what he's saying, or Max said, well, I've seen it, the white version of it, right? Or I've seen it before. Maybe it was a white version of it, and I'm saying it's two different things. That's like. That's like saying friends and, and that's like comparing friends and living color. I'm not a living signal. Excuse me. Living signal clearly was the first one to do it. Friends kind of bit the style of it, but they're two different versions of the same show. They're not the same, though. But can this actually be a black movie? And it was written by uh, written and directed by a white white male. Well, I didn't say it was a black movie. I said it's black actors and as actor and actresses. And they, and they and they also share their perspective. They talk about. They touch on that in the movie. So I would consider it. And, and there's been other black movies directed by white folks before. That's not the first one. I, I don't understand. First of all, I don't like the concept of black, a black movie. It's a fucking movie. It just so happens that the. the, the Which well, is not act like stars. As things as black and white movies. Come on, let's not do that. We know that that's not true. Well, OK, you have decided that what Hollywood wants to do to black movies is legitimate. That's what you're saying. I'm saying that that is not legitimate, so I don't choose to recognize that. But that's your, if you that, choose that's, to rec- if you choose to recognize opinion, that, though. that's your. That's just the. But no, I no. get it. Yeah. So yeah. so so you said you said that I am ignoring that, and you're right. I am ignoring that because I don't agree with Hollywood when they say that black movies don't sell, and black movies are in a pigeonhole, and black movies are. Uh, what, however, Hollywood likes to describe a black movie, a well, movie say, about black people. That. But you said it's a black movie. And I'm it's saying, not a black movie. And it's I'm a saying, movie that and, just happens to have black stars. And I'm saying that there are black movies and there are white movies. And that yes, is, and I'm on. saying that that doesn't exist. But that's but that's your opinion, though, Rick. That's not yes. true, though. That's not true, though. Wait, your opinion is true, and mine no, no, is no. not. No, no, no. We both have we both have we have different right. opinions. Exactly. So when but I say the more that popular it, so, view happens to be mine. <laughs> So when I so when I say so when I say that there's no there's no such thing as a black movie, that's my opinion. Okay. Vin, I so heard you I'll, just just Vin, I just want to say I heard you step on that landmine and I put on my flak jacket and stepped away. Yeah. Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back off from that because everybody knows 
No, Belly, everybody doesn't know. Belly, Belly was a black everybody movie. Everybody does. Everybody Belly wasn't a black movie. Belly everybody wasn't a black does, movie. Everybody doesn't Belly. know. Okay, you, Belly. you have, you have, you have agreed with 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 everybody you've knows. agreed with the white supremacist system that that is oh, where black no. movies exist. That Uh-oh. has listen. No, 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 no. Now you're Absolutely now you're going black. off the ledge. Now you're going too off strong. The ledge. I'm not. I'm now not. you're going off too the ledge. Black. I'm not. You're going, you're going the to reason why right. do you think black movies black. are being cordoned off to a certain area? Too because strong. we've we've all decided, as as you said, we've all decided that this is a black movie and this is a white movie. This is what I want you to do. I You've want agreed you, with them. No, no. What I want you to do is create something on IG, like a like a what's that? What do you call it? Um, a poll. A poll. A poll. A poll. Mm-hmm. And do that poll and see and and look at, and see who says what. Is and there I'm such not thing talking, as a black movie? Is there such a thing as a black movie? movie? Black or black white movie? Or yes white no. movie? Is there such thing movies? as a black and white movie? Or a black or, movie? Or, or has Hollywood movie? has Hollywood successfully segregated you into too, whatever category you've decided for yourself? That's, that's Hollywood leading, has segregated that's your question. mind, brother. That, that is the question. That's le- that is your That is the question. That's a leading question. The not. question is, Wait, is there not. such thing between a black you're movie you're and a white movie? You're, you're in the back blue of the bus. You don't even know it. Red fish, blue fish. <laughs> you're in the back of the bus and you don't I, even know so it. So wait, so I have a question. What I have a question. Talking about? I have a question. Wait, wait, I have a question. I have a question. Now you're going too far. No, I have a question. I have a question for Rick. I have a chill question. out, Rosa Parks. <laughs> yeah, chill so. out. Hey, you. Yeah, you, Dakota 40 fan. You got a problem with us? Give us a call, 608-618-4040. Tell us how you really feel. You might end up on the show. We double, triple, fucking dare you. Fuck out of here. If there is no such thing as a black or a black movie or a white movie. Yes. Since we are in Black History Month, Mm -hmm. what type of movie should we play? What do you mean? Black and white movies. It's Black History Month. Yes. Okay. What type of if there is no such thing as a black movie, then we should just play Friends all all month. Terms I'm, of I'm Endearment. Asking. That's a movie. Why don't we watch well, that? Tootsie. Well, to be I honest with you, Black History Month is a construct that is bullshit, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> we celebrate black, black history all year long. I recognize it because we can educate ourselves about stuff we didn't think about in the other 11 months of the year, but is black history black history or is it fucking American history? Is his it beam, world history? His is, bean pieology right now is really throwing me for mm. a loop. I, I, really? really? I, listen, listen. You, I, so you think, yeah. so you think, so you think the, the history of black people in this world. We are totally getting off the subject. Can only be I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is okay. that what there I is, but there is, is something called, but there is something. I do think that there is something called black cinema. I do think there is cinema which is written, okay. directed. Yeah, I think black cinema yes. exists. Yes, it does. But you just you're contradicting yourself. You just said no. it didn't five minutes ago. What's the difference yeah. between black movie and black cinema? A word. Okay. When you say a black movie. Are, are you saying that it's a movie that is specifically about being black? 
No, I'm okay. saying a movie right. that is right. so, that is that is that is I'm geared not, towards an audience. I'm not finished. No is no is all I needed. So what when you say black cinema, this is something that was written, created, and dis- and put out by black creators. So black cinema does exist because Hollywood tried to not make it exist. That's different from I, being a black movie. I, a black I movie. Think the man makes a good point here. I think he makes a good point here. I didn't know where he was going, but I do see the distinction that he's making. Black cinema is different because when someone tries to lock you out, you have to build your own. That's what we've done. We've done that, right? But they also want to segregate you and say, this is a black film, right? So it doesn't get as many screens. It doesn't get the international promotion. It doesn't get the money pumped into it and into the marketing because it's a black movie. And that's bullshit. It's our story. It's a global story, right? Even this movie you're talking about with Malcolm and Marie. Do you have to be black in order to understand the relationship dynamics? No. No, exactly. That's why it's not a black movie. It's universal story, but Hollywood says it's a black movie because there's black people in it. And you can mm-hmm. only understand it universally if white people are in it. That's what Hollywood is saying to no, you. No, no, no. But I but hold on, the, hold on. I gotta jump that's in not here. What I'm, I'm, that's, not, that's not what I'm even talking about. Let, let me jump in here because said. I said that's what Hollywood says. And when you say it's a black movie, you are agreeing with them. Let me jump in here because not you necessarily are tapping into a point that I heard the other day that this movie and I wasn't even going to bring this up until you just said that this movie is essentially blackface what this, and it is attempting to emulate a black movie but in fact it is just a movie with black characters and it I I didn't understand it until Rick just said that because I was like it's just a movie but what they are trying to do is imbue black cinema through a white gaze. Hmm. Which is why I said I've seen this before. You can't talk about it until you see the movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you're giving an opinion of a movie you haven't even seen yet. And you're you trying to rip this joint. Come on. You were trying to outrick this joint. You, you have to actually see no, the movie. No, I'm not movie trying to outrick. I'm just saying based on the trailer. Based on the, the trailer, trailer. I've seen nigga. this before. No, I've seen I, the trailer I'm, from Endgame. It doesn't I'm, mean I know what went on in the movie. I, I know you have an attachment to this movie, so I don't want to shit on. It's not an attachment. It's not a. But, it's not an no. attachment. But no. you're trying to make a statement without even seeing the flick. <laughs> love. That's I'm like love. talking about a book you never read before. I'm. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Can we uh, get back to the subject at hand, which was yes. the cover. Looks like I've seen this before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Something I. Seen oh before. my god! All right, so. The thing about it is, I, I thought it was interesting in terms of the dialogue where he was talking about him as a black creator and everything that he creates is automatically considered political. Right. And that I thought was interesting because there is a sense, and this actually this is why I agree with what Alaric was saying, is that why can't our stories just be universal? Why do they always have to be political? And I think uh, Zendaya, Zendaya uh, the line that she read that um said something about ask angela davis or something like that like our existence is inherently political hmm. and our struggle is inherently political so the things that we create are not created in a vacuum but be, are 
created in the friction of this political system that we find ourselves in, particularly in America. But shit, pick a country, you're going to find the same friction for people of color. So I, I wanted to like it more. I thought the dialogue was a little bit over the top. I did like the 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 progression from uh, the moment where they are talking and she obviously has an issue and she doesn't want to discuss it to the point where they they reached the um, the the nadir of the movie where she uh, explains exactly why she's upset. And what I thought was interesting about that for me, particularly for my situation having been separated for a year, I I can see where and that she has a there's one line that she says that once you stay or fall in love with someone, that's when they stop caring about you or they stop being focused on you. Mm. And I can see where that part is germane to me because when you get into a relationship, sometimes all the other things become more important. And then it's not until that person is gone and out of your space that you recognize their importance and their significance in your life. So there are elements of the movie that I did take away and I thought that were really uh, written and expressed well. I wouldn't hate on this movie. I just didn't have the same feeling. That's why I, I thought it was interesting. I wanted to talk. I wanted to get your thoughts about it, Vin, because you seem to really enjoy this film. So that's why I wanted to hear your thoughts. I, like I said, I enjoyed I I saw a lot of myself right um, in these characters and in a Zendaya in my, character. No, as far as <laughs> well, it, the fishnets. If yes. you if you take if you take the woman out of the character and the dialogue and how she felt, how again you can you can feel marginalized by your wife or your or your girlfriend. You 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 know you you put stuff into the relationship and mm-hmm. they make you feel like shit and vice versa. So I think you can see just outside of the fact that she was a female character, just the actual feeling that she was feeling. And again, it was like. Like you can you can give a woman love and all that shit, and then she treats you like shit, and then when you walk away, she's hey, what's going on? Why are you walking away? You thought you she cut I mean? him? You thought she was cutting to him, or was she more defensive? I, well, I think in some of the dialogue, the way she came at him, yeah, I think she was trying to cut him too. She was trying to break him down, and then it's it, it, they were trying to one up each other, right? So she well, started, and then he started. Can, so I think can you give that, an yeah. example of it. We've already done the spoiler alert, so if anybody doesn't. Stop well, there's the I can't remember everything, but it's the part when he's basically sitting there eating the um, macaroni he's and cheese, e- eating the macaroni and cheese. And like, she's telling him, basically telling him that, you know, you have where's your empathy? Like, how the fuck are you going to eat that food and not show, you know, act like you give a fuck? And then there was another part. Uh, then he gets upset. And there's another part like where they're in the bedroom and she starts to say, basically, your experience or your movie, the whole script is based on my life. So you have no original ideas. And Hollywood thinks that because you're black, you come from the hood. But in essence, you're not. You're a fucking well-to-do kid who came up and went to school and had a good life. So your whole, so how is it that you create this script that you basically stole from my life? So she basically said that he was a thief that, you know, we read between the lines that he had no original idea. And if it wasn't for her, he wouldn't be getting celebrated right now. He wouldn't even have the idea for the script. So yeah, I think she cut at him. That's a cut to me. That's making. Mm-hmm. That's like saying you ain't shit. You stole. You stole everything that you wrote in that script from me and my life. And if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't even have that thought. And then he comes back and says 
that's wrong. And then he goes down a list of all the chicks he fucked and how he got these ideas. So, yeah, they went back and forth. Okay. I see it differently, but okay. All right. Well, this is our Valentine's Day episode, so we want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. That's a love story. That's a love story. <laughs> no, it's not a love story. It's a story about love. It's a story about love. And we should love each other more and 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 try to tune into uh, what love means and, and reconnect and find each other again. That's I'll tell you I'm one thing. You ain't going to say negative anything negative about this movie around Vin because he will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> you simple bastards. <laughs> you simpletons. Oh, man. All right. All right. I finally so, watch. I finally watch something and have an opinion about it because you guys talk about a thousand movies and I finally catch up and I have one movie that I like and you guys tear me. That's okay. We didn't. I, I didn't I'm, hate I'm, it. No, no, no. I'm. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I, I'm actually. I'm actually going. I'm actually going to finish watching the movie. I, I. I didn't. I didn't. It just. It's just that the. I didn't see myself in the character. That's all I'm saying. Well, but it's not. It, not, it's, not it is it's, entertaining. I still want to watch it. But, but my thing is, again, not to the level because I don't I know me personally. I've never been to the level of where he was as far as ripping somebody. And like he really breaks her down in the bathroom scene. So I think that while I can't say I was like that, you there was this you might have been a level or two under that. You might have said some shit out the side of your mouth where you go, damn, I didn't mean to say that. I, if you've never said something to your significant other that you didn't mean to say, you're full of shit. That's all I'm going to say. So everybody's Today, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not saying you guys. I'm just saying in general, like everybody's had that moment where you go, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. And there's a lot of fuck. I shouldn't have said that moments in that movie. Uh, in, well, OK, yeah, well, yeah, come, hey. on, come on, come on. All right, let's move. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube, it's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark. Uh, so this this week's, uh, we're going to get into uh, 10 things you need to know but might have missed because you're too busy being Black. Number one, Jamaica, the island of Jamaica, is running out of weed. There is a weed shortage in the island of Jamaica. Who Bumble told you that? <laughs> Bumbleclot. <laughs> That's. I think Jamaicans put that out. Hold up. There's a shortage. The There's a shortage for white tourists who buy weed in Jamaica. But the yeah. rosters, they good. They not worried about this. I mean, I mean, shortage. It's from the earth. Stop it. <laughs> The uh, my pillow guy Mike Lindell pays O A N N to play a two-hour election fraud propaganda wet dream special hosted by you guessed it Mike Lindell. What was he's the name back of? on them krills? Oh, uh, it was called Absolute Proof, right? Yo, I saw the Absolute funniest Proof. tweet that said, "Funny enough, Dominion calls at the same calls at the exact same thing in their lawsuit against him." <laughs> Do wow. they really? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, back Queen, on crack rock. Yeah, uh, Queen Latifah is the new equalizer on CBS in the television version 
of the remake of the TV show, The Equalizer. And we're wondering if anyone cares. Did, did anybody watch it after the Super Bowl last night? Yeah, I fell asleep. I did. I fell asleep on it, but I did. I start watching it. I start watching. It. I didn't even watch I, the Super I wanna, Bowl. I'm gonna watch it. I love Queen I'm Latifah. A, I love Queen Latifah. No, I'm gonna give it a benefit I, of the doubt. Let me like, be clear. I didn't watch the Super Bowl, and I damn sure I'm not gonna watch this. Uh, <laughs> Hold up. I knew. First of all, first of all, I'm watching this shit. I'm like, she's not gonna. She's not gonna be able to run that fast. One. Two and not and not it's not about her it's not about her weight or anything like that or her it's she's old she's getting old her knees cannot take that about Denzel ain't running nowhere yeah listen I'm talking about in the the Latifah and then I saw one scene where she has the fucking she does the book she does the book thing she does the book thing from um from um hey you're stretching his bit stop it yeah yeah a little bit the only thing that lost me and then we'll move on the only thing that lost me is when she i don't want to mess it up for anybody but she gets kidnapped and then she's got lasers and it's it went off the rails for me but okay anyway latifa we was that in the actual show this in the actual show i'm not lying Uh, yep all right next one so uh white people are going to poor areas to get vaccinated in areas where it's supposed to be for minorities. They're coming to the hood to get their vaccines because they can't get it by them. Uh, uh, you said they're rich people. Know, no, rich white people. people. White Just people white are going to white people okay. are going to poor and minority areas to get the vaccine because they can't get it by them. So white poor people are doing this because I can't see a rich white person doing that. Oh no, these are these are people from wealthy these are people from wealthier areas because they're releasing it to the minority areas first because are they they're well, most at you risk. think they're wealthier because they're from white areas? Oh shit. I'm just asking. I'm hold just up, asking. Quiet, 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 quiet. Stick to the bit. <laughs> are they right. affluent people coming right. to the anyway? Stretching out his bit. People. The, I'm just what, what part of three minutes? Okay. <laughs> the sound of scientists are now determining that the sound of traffic from cars makes it harder for birds in the area to think. What are they, gonna, they haven't evolved. They, they haven't evolved by now. Come on. What, they, what do they got to think about? It's been a hundred years. Birdseed. Fly south. I'm back. Van Jones. <laughs> Leon's favorite commentator, Van Jones, gets, uh, gets bodied uh, on our sister show, The View, about his documentary, The Reunited States. And we're going to hold hands and hug each other and then everything's going to take be fine. take pictures he actually did not get bodied but the way that they cut that clip is he gets bludgeoning they they yeah. really <laughs> did give him one in the clip if you, but if you watch, watch the whole the entire, thing yeah so yeah, he he actually <laughs> responds to it very well he does but he does. they did it dirty because they did cut off the uh cut like almost cut his mic off and then kind of move past whatever he was saying and then Joey Bayard says van go take a nap disrespectful there's wow. hope. There's hope. There's hope for you, Van. If Lo is coming to your defense, moving on. Right. All right. Biden is looking to cancel fifty thousand dollars of college debt, and I'm here for it. I'm hundred percent. Take that. Take the, that. The Democrats. Oh no, want it's not that. Biden. It's the Democrats. The Democrats yeah, want uh, that. Biden wants ten thousand. Uh, um, what's old girl? Can we put them together? Can we put fifty and ten together? All right. Warren. Warren. Warren and Schumer mm-hmm. are supporting mm-hmm. that. All Let's right. do it. 
I'm here for it. I'm here for it. That would be, that would be great. Joe is for ten thousand dollars, but go for it. And it's all and it's only federal loans. So if you if you privatize your loans, you're not going to get take advantage of it. That's all I need. That's all I need. Corey, Corey Booker wants to give every child born a one thousand uh, dollar baby bond or savings account at birth for what? If he did it Just for so that, only black and brown kids, yeah. So that young people can have a head start. So, <laughs> so if he's doing it for if he's giving more white kids head starts, fuck him. <laughs> Haven't they oh, had wow. enough of a head start? Fuck Get him. Wow. Get him. If, if he has if he needs to single out black and brown children in this country and Native American children in this country. If he's saying all children, why would you give don't they have enough of could, a head start? And you could con- people don't could white kids have enough it. of a head start? Fuck them. Yo, right now, Rick to Tell, no, like, sorry, sorry. Fuck him, not them. chat room. Fuck him on Clubhouse right now. Yo, he's he's lighting it up. Um, okay, Jake Paul, Jake Paul, the uh, you know the the boxer. Ados, YouTube really? I don't even qualify. I Jake Paul right. calls Mayweather old, scared, and broke. I don't, he's even know. To get a fight I don't even. I don't fuck that. I Jake mean, Paul's trying good, to get a fight. He's he trying good, to get a fight. He did a good. You he did a good job of knocking. You want yeah. to come at Mayweather? Okay. Good night, sir. He knocked out a basketball player, and now he wants right. to a good boxer. But hold on, how how tall is Jake Paul? He looks pretty big. He's pretty. He's big. got. He's about six two, six three. Oh, he's also because, he's also Nate Robinson's about five eleven, so he was kind of ta- towering over him. I, he's got to be at least six one, six two. And Jake Paul is also upset. I don't even think Mayweather is as big as Nate Robinson. Mayweather no, is not. like, if I do fight you, it's an exhibition. And Jake Paul's like, no, I want a sanctioned real fight so that it can improve my rankings. That's like Drago fighting fucking Rocky. It's not, come on, it's not realistic. It's not real They're not the okay. same weight class. All right. Christopher Plummer, one of America's favorite old white bad guy dudes dead at 91 rest in peace rest in peace to to christopher Plummer, one of my favorite bad guys and leon spinks dead at 67 rest in peace, rest bro. In peace man. that's my name one, sake, of, the man. one of the greatest so that has been this week's top 10 things you need to know but might have missed because you're being too busy being black for this week in racism, we have a this week in racism marathon. This week in racism, brought to you by the same people for the last four hundred years. Because you know, white people. Who wants to set it off? <laughs> white people, white you, by white people. Domestic terrorist allowed to go on her business trip to Mexico. What's her name? Let's shut her out. Let's let's make sure should we get the fame I, she wants. This is Karen yeah, White right. Lady. Her name. Her first name is Karen. First, first name Karen, Karen White. Karen, <laughs> Karen White, Karen White, not the singer, but Karen White. Right. Uh, not your superwoman, <laughs> your white. <one. laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's ridiculous, right? So Jenny, Jenny, her name is Jenny Cud with two yeah, D's. That's about white. No, that Jenny Cud. White. This is so. I think it's ridiculous on so many levels, man. Yeah, it's, it's just I know. like come on, Jenny. What so, are, what are you doing in Mexico? You don't even like Mexicans. Like, what are you doing there? Right. Well, so wait, they, a couple weeks ago, they do like tacos. So Jenny Cud is a florist in Texas. And she uh, she was charged in connection with the U.S. Capitol Trump insurrection. And she appealed to a federal judge to be allowed to travel to Riviera Maya, Mexico, for a four-day retreat this month, which is allegedly business. What, and flowers? The ju- 
the judge, right. Trevor McFadden of the D.C. court, granted her request. McFadden, a Trump, a Trump appointee, a, by the way, noted that the Justice Department did not oppose the request for her to visit Mexico. Um, it also states that Cud has no criminal history and there's no evidence before the court that she is a flight risk or poses dangers to others. Cud is a flower shop owner and unsuccessful mayoral candidate from Midland, Texas. She was initially charged with two misdemeanors and were, was released shortly after. The Justice Department didn't try to keep her in jail before that. So the courts allowed her to go. They should have so shut So I got a problem with the Justice Department. Why, why, why are the prosecutors turning a uh, blind eye? I don't know. It's called. And how is she not a flight risk? She's literally getting on a flight. Flight. (laughs) (laughs) To Mexico. To Mexico. To Mexico. Whatever. Maybe they 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 hold her kids hostage. I don't know. The same thing with that Rittenhouse brick. (laughs) Uh, Same same thing with Rittenhouse. And and not the liquor that Rick was drinking. Rittenhouse, the fucking guy, the little boy that that, that shot those people at at the Black Lives Matter protest. And he was out on a million dollars bail. They let him out. And now they can't find a motherfucker. Or he's hiding somewhere. This is fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, at, black least person- the, at, least the, at least the government is interested in where he is. Right? They're looking for him at least. And trying to... They're trying to get the judge to revoke his bail. Oh, are they? Because of that shit. But how did the Justice Department not oppose this woman? She's going on <laughs> a fucking vacation. Country. Well, it's a business trip. It's a business trip, uh, allegedly. Four days, three nights. Four days, three nights. I mean, this is like, yo, so you can literally just storm the Capitol and just be like, yo, I got I got plans. I would love to be in court right now, but I got it. I got a ticket that I, I bought. Got this I already paid for these trips. I can't even get yeah. my money back. I went through Expedia and I did not take the insurance. So you're going to let me mm. go to my fucking trip. <laughs> you know how the is. Mexicans are. Oh my goodness! <laughs> they're not gonna give me back my money. No, they're those not. Mexicans, those Mexicans, Jews. They won't even build the wall. <laughs> they won't even All pay right. for the wall. All right, the QAnon shaman, QAnon shaman was uh, requested. This is the guy who ran up in the Capitol. He uh, was arrested. They were holding him in jail, and he petitioned the court that he could only eat organic food. While most prisons and jails have a reputation for serving food that is unhealthy, he got that petition granted and will be moved to another facility so that he can get the meals that are more suitable for a criminal such of his stature. I really wish I was cooking those meals. I, I want to see the petition, though, because if this petition was on religious grounds, as crazy as it sounds, they kind of had to do it. What if, if it this was, was on just on? No, I, I can't believe that that happened then that means that we're fucking up. Because because we, I don't think there's a black man that's ever asked to be moved from a facility because he didn't like what he's eating. Right. I do not Yo, like it, the way you season that's, the that's chicken the move. That's the card you have to play. <laughs> I, you don't have, the, absolute, you don't have iceberg control. lettuce. Right. <laughs> if he, if he, if that's the precedent he set, let the chips fall where they may. And may, yeah. every First black all, man I think in the America. The number one rule is if you have a specific dietary uh, plan that you have to stick to, do not commit crimes. And don't rush the capital. <laughs> <laughs> End of story. I think, I think that's just pretty like universal. I would have just thrown a back. I just would have thrown that nigga a box of uh, Nature Value granola bars and called it a fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Here's your organic. Yeah. Here's your fucking organic. Here's right some here. raw kale for you. <laughs> <laughs> really, that's all they should have gave him. 
Yeah, it's, okay. it's organic. All right. And what's the last one? There was one more we missed. We talked about Rittenhouse. Yeah. yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rittenhouse. Oh, no. Yeah. We were also talking about white people going to black neighborhoods for the vaccine. Yeah, again, that's fine. I want to hear more about that. Yeah, what do you want to hear? I want to hear who are the white people. Are they just, is just white? Regular white? Well, if you can't get in your, if you can't get in your neighborhood, you're coming, coming through with a helicopter in a neighborhood Karen you would white. never come to to get these vaccines. Karen and Bob White. They're trying to get it to black and brown people. Calm down. I my my mother in law just got her vaccine at CCC, and that's no, but she's downtown Brooklyn. She doesn't live in downtown Brooklyn. She lives, you know, by Grand Army Plaza. Right, but she looks like the people that go to that church. In down, well, it's a very, very eclectic, very All mixed, right. diverse okay. congregation. All right, I don't. Know. Yeah. I'm just asking. Are they? The bottom did, line is they're not supposed, I'm asking, they're not supposed did, to did be. Did Tiffany there. Trump go to fucking Southside to get a the equivalent, know. the equivalent? Yeah. But that's but they're supposed to uh, not go there. That's can I have a beef patty about. and a shot? <laughs> <laughs> I want a vax. You know they've got they've got great cocoa bread here. Let me have a beef and a cocoa bread and a shot of COVID. <laughs> and and <laughs> apparently, how's the Jamaican of, cola here? Mm, apparently, they're out of oxtail, and I don't mm. know why. <laughs> um, what's the thing with oxtail gravy, and why can't I get any more of it on my rice? I mean, I have that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them motherfuckers, man. Uh, oh, man. That's wild. That's wild. Uh, well, this has been another exciting episode of Decoding 40. Any parting words, fellas? We kind of glazed through this show. I can't yeah. believe the show's over already. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, wait a minute. It's quick. I got trying drunk. to keep it on Real time. Quick. I'm telling you, this next hour is going to be interesting. It is. Hey, I'm, can, I'm can can I talk about Whipsaw? Yeah, what are you guys drinking? What are you drinking? This week's libation. It sounds so racist that I'm like, it must be delicious. <laughs> right. Made with fresh, <laughs> fresh Indian and black tears. We got all the minorities in there. Got some Japanese interment tank interment tears in there as well. <laughs> Whipsaw. That shit is gonna cut you in half. <laughs> it's delicious. It's delicious. I gotta say, I like it. I'm enjoying it. He said it's gonna cut you in half. <laughs> well, I, I'm sipping on 1792, about to go get the basil Hayden from upstairs. Uh I got the makeup ball tonight. I, I have to tell you, I stepped it up and got the Uncle Nearest 1856. This shit is delicious. I, I was really Yes, it is. They and they I, only I had the expensive bottle. They only had the I expensive bottle. I would only one, drink that. Honestly, I would only drink that. I I literally had to force myself to just try different things. This is amazing. I don't like the uh, I don't like the other one. The Yeah, the, the white, white label. label's not that good. No. Nope. That's label. the other one I had, and I was like, yeah, this is cool. It's okay. It's okay. Now you gotta it's, get the black label. The black label is, is yeah. Mm-hmm, it's the better Ooh, one. This is bananas. This is bananas. This is a keeper. Now I'm about to order a bottle tomorrow. Doing your thing. Shout out to Fawn. That's it. Fawn, you're always welcome on the show. Let's get it. All right, guys. This has been another exciting episode of Decoding 40. This show did fly by, but unfortunately, we have to end and go hang out with some of our people on the live. So check us out on the live every Monday night on YouTube, on Facebook Live. And make sure you follow us on social media and make sure you subscribe for a new show every Friday, Decoding 40. 
Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And we'll check you out next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.